Hello, I'm Lisa Hilton, and I'm here to brighten your day. Each episode, I'll share three things that have brightened my day. It might be something I just learned. It might be a new kitchen gadget I discovered. Or it might be a new bottle of wine I uncorked. Then I'll invite a guest to share three things that have brightened their day. Our brains on positive are happier, less stressed, and more productive. Together, we're going to start a ripple of positivity that will spread. Let's go make some waves. Hi, friends. Lisa here. For those of you who know me, you know that positivity is my beat. It's how I make my living. It's how I'm wired, and it's one of my top five strengths. Today, my guest is Cherie Renee Atia. Cherie is an inspiring artist, illustrator, and photographer. She will invite us into her creative, magical world in a few minutes. But first, I'd like to share the three things that have brightened my day. The first is the power of connection. I was watching a series on Amazon Prime that had been recommended to me by a friend. And as I was watching an episode, the person said the words El Shaddai. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, the tune El Shaddai, El Shaddai. Er Adonai came into my head. I knew I needed more, so I googled El Shaddai. The video of Amy Grant popped up. I clicked on it and listened. I'm familiar with Amy Grant, so I scrolled to see if anyone else had performed it, and I saw a duet with Amy Grant and Sandy Patty. Sandy Patty. That name rang a bell as well, but I wasn't sure why. So I clicked on her name and up popped the song, Love in Any Language. Oh my goodness. We learned that song in my high school choir. I remember it being so powerful because we also learned the sign language that went with it and we performed it on stage. I just sat back sort of in awe how the words El Shaddai led me all the way back in time to performing Love in Any Language with my high school choir. I was surprised that I remembered some of the sign language as well, and what a beautiful language it is. The second thing that's brightened my day also involves music. One of my favorite things to do on a Sunday afternoon is watch a matinee movie. This past Sunday, I decided to watch the film Amazing Grace. It was the film that captured the recording of Aretha Franklin's number one best-selling gospel album of all time. Here's a little history. By 1971, Aretha Franklin had recorded over 20 albums. She'd won five Grammys and had 11 consecutive number one pop and R&B singles. In 1972, she decided to do something different. She decided to record a gospel album with the songs she grew up singing in her father's church. Sidney Pollock was hired by Warner Brothers to document the film. It was recorded over two nights in a church with Reverend Cleveland and the Southern California Community Choir as her backup choir. People were invited to sit in the congregation and be present for the recording. I had goosebumps on my arms from the moment she entered and sat down at the piano. What presence! She was the picture of strength, focus, and fierce concentration. You could see that she fed off the energy of the congregation as well, and the singers behind her were rocking. About 40 minutes in, she started singing Amazing Grace. People could not help but raise to their feet. It was incredible. 
Aretha's father said it best. He was quoted in the movie as saying, she has an intangible something that is hard to describe. To watch her on stage, she was humble and quiet, but when she opened her mouth, she was commanding and forceful. It was well known that Aretha Franklin was most comfortable singing, sitting at the piano. So for the hymn, Never Grow Old, she went back to the piano and I was finished. Her father came over at one point and wiped the sweat from her brow with his handkerchief. Such a tender, intimate act. I can feel the hairs raise on my arm right now just thinking about it. She truly was the queen of soul. And interestingly enough, the film was kept hidden for almost 50 years. There were some difficulties syncing the sound to the picture, so it was never released. It wasn't until her death in 2018 that the family decided that it was time, and I am so thankful they did. The third thing that's brightened my day is Fufu's birthday. (laughs) You might be wondering, who in the world is Fufu? Fufu is my daughter Aria's favorite stuffy, and he's a bunny. Fufu is never far away from Aria. He travels to school and waits for her in the car until it's time to pick her up in the afternoon. One day, she really wanted to introduce Fufu to her friends. So against my better judgment, I let her take him out of the car and onto the school playground. When it was time to go, we got in the car and I had to run an errand and we were about halfway there and Aria suddenly said, where's Fufu? He wasn't in the back seat. I looked in the rearview mirror at Aria and her face crumpled. She was sobbing so hard she almost couldn't breathe. Well, you better believe this mommy turned that car around and we zoomed back to the school. Thankfully, someone was there and let us in through the gate. Aria found Fufu on top of the spider web she'd been playing on, and we made it safely home. Thank goodness. I truly hope nothing happens to Fufu because I'm not sure what we'll do if it does. So now that you know who Fufu is and how important he is to Aria, he recently had a birthday. He turned two. And I was informed that he wanted a strawberry cake with strawberry filling and white frosting. Okay, I made that cake without asking any questions. And while I was frosting the cake, Aria was busy going around the house and finding gifts for Fufu and wrapping them up. It was the cutest thing I've ever seen. Oh, and a side note, my bestie found the same bunny on eBay and sent me the link. I bought it and have it hidden in my closet just in case there's an unfortunate incident sometime in the future with Fufu. But don't tell Aria. And here's my positivity tip for the day. Spend time each day reflecting on what you have done well and what you could improve on. Acknowledge any mistakes you have made, hold yourself accountable, and reflect on how you will do things differently. My guest today is Cherie Renee Atia. Cherie is an author, artist, mother, and grandmother. She has been inspiring others with her unique spin on traditional photography for years. She started the Dare to be Red flagship show in 2005, where women wear red and celebrate and get photographed. It's a time for women to be bold, be passionate, and never settle. She has also published four illustrated inspirational books, plus a children's novel. Cherie is on the board for Family Promise, which provides services to families experiencing homelessness. 
She encourages others to embrace the magic of their life and the world around them. She has inspired me, and I'm excited to have her as a guest on my podcast. Welcome, Cherie. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. I'm excited to be on here. And also, thank you for creating this wonderful podcast. The more positivity we can put into the world, the better our world is. So thank you. Well, thank you so much for that. Before I ask you about what has brightened your day, I do have a question. I'm fascinated by the mystical, magical style in your portraits and photographs. Can you briefly share how you came to creating such a style? Sure. Really, I think that my art is an extension of how I see the world. There's so much more to our lives than, I don't know, what we can quantify and measure. And I really love peering in the corners and around the edges of life and seeing the magic that's hidden there. And, you know, I say it's hidden, but really what I found is it's out in plain sight if we'll just take the time to see. Mm. And I started my photography studio in 2005. And over the years, what I've realized is that my photography, whether it's of my clients or of the landscape, it's really just about encouraging people to see how extraordinary their life is and the world around them. And I think that's kind of what drives me is in my art, sharing that magic with others. I love that. I love sort of the peeking around the corners and peering over edges. It just adds to the beautiful colors and light and magical element in your photographs. Thank you for sharing how you come to your creativity. And if listeners would like to see some of Cherie's work, you can visit her website at com, And I'll spell that out. C-H-E-R-I-E. R-E-N-A-E. So now, what three things have brightened your day? One of them, it's really silly, but it delights me beyond all belief. Recently, I got new pillow covers for my living room sectional. Ah. And the pillows, it almost looks like pop art, sort of a nod to the 60s. They're these big, bold flowers Mm. that are like teal and pink and orange and yellow. And, you know, there's nothing like really sophisticated about them, but they're just so happy. And every time I get up in the morning, I walk into my living room, I see these pillows. It makes me happy and it delights me. I can almost just visualize myself. I I don't know what these pillows look like, but just walking into your living room and seeing these big, bright, beautiful flowers, I would imagine it does put a smile on your face. It really does. And it's funny because, I mean, it's a silly little thing. It's nothing world changing, (laughs) but it's just this little thing that makes me happy. Mm -hmm. It's really true how a pop of color or design or even the same couch, but new pillows. And it's just suddenly it has a whole new fun feeling to it. Yeah, exactly. I love it. I'm going to stop for a second because I'm, I'm just thinking about my daughter is doing art now. She's only seven and her art teacher is talking to her about 
primary, secondary, and tertiary colors. And so you, of course, as an artist, understand what all that is. And, and it's a lot about blending colors. So the reason why I'm stopping is I want to ask you, do you think about things in color, like color wheels like that? Or are you just, if it's a beautiful pink or a bright blue, you just see that and it pops or, or does your mind sort of like click, click, click on that'd be color code 465 or <laughs> does it do any, <laughs> you could tell I'm a novice. Does it do anything like that? You know, for me, color and, you know, you've seen my artwork bright, vivid, deep color is like my jam, but it's an emotional response for me. Mm. And do I, in my art, when you look at it, clearly I do the color wheel, at least at a subconscious level is definitely in play, Mm -hmm. but no, my brain doesn't work where, oh, and that would be color (laughs) FFF three, two, five. When I'm working in my digital art room, absolutely. Ah. Then that's where the perfectionist comes out. That's when it's like, no, 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 no. It has to be just this smidge more that way. I would encourage your daughter, keep playing with color. Learn all the rules so that you know how to break them. That is some words of wisdom right there. All right, Cherie, thank you for that. What is the second thing that's brightened your day? Well, the second thing has been brightening my day for probably a couple of months now, and it's actually a new project. I've had a photography studio for, what, 17 years now? And when COVID hit, my studio was effectively shuttered for the duration. And so I took all of my frustrated artistic drive and I turned it to my landscape art. Mm. And as you mentioned, I've published books of that art accompanied by inspirational thoughts. And I really loved being able to do that. But I missed being able to feel like I was personally encouraging people. Mm. So I came up with this idea for, I don't know, I'm kind of calling it a vision retreat. And in my mind, it's going to be 45 luxurious minutes where women can, in the comfort of their own homes, settle in with a cup of tea, a beautiful candle, waft their favorite fragrance in the air, and have gently guided time that's all about them. Wow. So they can ponder and dream and journal, kind of like what I like to do in my studio, help them find their spark of joy and like appreciate their lives as they are right now, as well as maybe inspire them to develop a plan or even maybe just a tiny baby step or two to more fully live into what I'm calling our extraordinary everyday lives. I decided to go ahead and make that a reality. And so I'm going to have a new video. I'm going to post a new video every month to help people, you know, peer into their own corners and around the edges and see (laughs) the magic in their own lives. Will you be leading people through this sort of visionary experience or is it self-guided or how will people go through this? It will be a pre-recorded video, although I kind of have this idea of maybe every quarter doing it live 
But yeah, I will be gently guiding them through stories, ideas. Each different month will have a theme. And I knew nothing about video. So that's been a steep learning curve. Mm. And sometimes it's a little frustrating <laughs> to have to learn something new. But every day, the idea that I'm actually bringing this dream to be a reality just brings me joy and brightens my day. Oh, my goodness. It sounds amazing. And you mentioned about the tea and candle and scent. So are those three things optional or are those a must? What I thought was when people come into my studio, when they come in for a photography session, I kind of set the atmosphere. Usually I'll waft a scent in the air. Usually I'll have some music on or something, just something to help them get into the moment to relax and open. And so that's my idea is to encourage women to just consider this video, not just sit down and stare at a video, but to actually get comfortable, mm. find their a comfy blanket, have, I mean, it could be a glass of wine or a cup of tea, or maybe just a big glass of water, whatever delights them to mm. drink and to have something visual like a candle, have it be an attractive, pretty little space for them. And smell is such a primary sense for mm -hmm. all of us. And so if they just put a spritz of something in the air that really connects with them, mm -hmm. it'll just help them having all of that to really value themselves and really honor themselves and be able to settle in and give themselves that 45 minutes to just open and see their extraordinary lives. All of life is a process for us to live more fully into that extraordinary everyday life. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. I mean, I definitely <laughs> want to have my own little visionary retreat. I think it's so fascinating. I'm sure you've thought this very well through, but if you just sort of happened upon the idea of the the ambiance and the the smell. Um, I was hearing a psychiatrist interviewed on a show the other day, and she's dealt with a lot of people who've been dealing with burnout and stress from handling COVID and COVID patients. Mm. And one of the simplest things that she does to help people start to heal is it starts with smell. She even puts a scent of like eucalyptus mint in her office and it just, it calms her, it soothes her, it centers her each day. And it's been an important part of her healing. I think that that's so cool that it's something that you've just instinctively put in this vision retreat. I think it's our parasympathetic nerve, if I'm saying that correctly, yeah, is what yeah. it, it starts to help with our healing. Yes. Wow. Fascinating. Make sure that you let me know when these come available. <laughs> <laughs> I will do that. Well, I'm going to start by offering them for free to my Patreon community. If you know that community really likes them, then I'll try and figure out how to offer them to the general public. Wonderful. Very exciting. Was there a third thing that has brightened your day? Well, there is 
And I'm going to cheat just a little because it's really two things. It's tea and candles, but really it's one thing because it's all atmospheric happiness. Oh, I love it. I'll, I'll forgive you. Since it's my podcast, I make the rules. <laughs> Thank you. So tell me well, about the tea and candles. Okay. So first of all, I discovered this candle company and it's called Be Lucia. And no, I'm not a spokesman for them or the tea company. I just found these and I'm in love with them. So I've got to blather about them. Their candles are made of beeswax and coconut oil. So mm. they're completely good for you. There's no soy, there's no paraffin in them. And the fragrances that they put in them are amazing. I can't even tell you. I walk into my bedroom where I keep one of the candles open and it's instant happiness. The business is a local business out of Portland and it's three generations of women working together. And the other one under the one topic of atmospheric happiness is a tea company that's also local from Portland and it's called Plum Deluxe. Their founder was inspired by his mother. And I found this company and ordered a couple of their teas, again, fell in love. Their website says their teas are a fusion of ideas, places, and memories. Oh. It's an invitation to slow down. And honest to goodness, that's really how it feels when you drink them. They have a red velvet cake tea. Oh my goodness. That tastes honest to goodness like red velvet cake. These two companies are doing the same thing that you're doing, Lisa, putting positivity into the world and their products brighten my day every day. I love this on so many levels. So I'm going to make sure I have the correct titles and we will put them on the podcast website. We have links to both of those. I feel like I just had a mystical, magical experience talking to you. Oh. Thank you, Cherie, for being a guest on my podcast. And thank you for brightening my day. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you for tuning in to Brighten Your Day. To be a guest on my podcast, email me at HiltonLisaB at gmail.com. That's Hilton with a Y. Special thanks to Clark Hilton for post-production. And special thanks to Chris Jones for composing the theme song.